Peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger. Pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast. Peanut butter tiger, 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 peanut butter Podcast, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mighty Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. I am your host, Diamond Hand Dan, the thrill from Martinsville, the Neon Ninja, Deltoid Dan. Beer can, Dan. Dan of the people. Dan and a half. Dan the lion. Dan a conda. Danimal. Dan and then some. Dan I am. Dan I can. The fuck is good, man? Got stoned before I started this podcast, of course. Hitting the blades, of course. Realized right in the middle. Oh, oh, the incense. Fucking forgot to light incense. I look in the box of incense. I'm out of incense. Oh, no. House smells like weed. So you know what I did? Just sprayed for breezer out. Finished off the sashi. Sprayed for breeze. You know, one time when I was younger, I was living in a fucking bachelor suite. This apartment building. Back when weed was like illegal, illegal. And, um, you know, so they had like a rule, no weed in the building, obviously. I had neighbors always complain. So I was fucking smoking a joint in my house there, and uh, I hear a knock on the door. I was like, oh, fuck. House is all fucking, my little bachelor pad was all fucking full of smoke. So I grabbed this bottle of cologne. Um, I think I got it for Christmas or something, and it was always a, like, I never wore cologne. Like, very rarely would I spray it, sometimes even just to cover up the fucking smell of weed. You know what I mean? So I fucking take this bottle of clone and I hold it up and I spritz it. And it fucking, the, the nozzle was pointed right at my face and it sprayed in my open eye. It sprayed directly, like I held the fucking bottle up eye level to spritz it. And the spritz, like, hit a little bit of my finger and mostly in my eye. Burning. Instantly. And I was like, no way, dude. This is so fucking ironic. Like, how did that happen? That's like out of a fucking movie. And I opened the door and it was a neighbor complaining about the weed smell. And I had one eye looking like I just had fucking pink eye. <laughs> oh my God, man. Hilarious. Good times. Good times. Um, This is the Wednesday edition of the podcast short week dude it's been a fucking very short week man you know i had monday off work tuesday now all are, all of a sudden kapow it's wednesday hump day coming at you fast it's the best dude <laughs> getting really good fucking skates in these days too man oh it's lovely i just take off a little bit like you know i take off from work and on my way home stop by the skate park get like a half an hour in shreddy 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 then I go skate to my girl's house after, shreddy, 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 and I just fucking feel good about skating now. You know what I mean? It's just fucking awesome, dude. Comfortable, heel flips are going good, still skating my Death Wish deck, it never broke yet, thank God. I'm not even going to knock on wood, because who cares? You know, I don't like fucking superstitions. Um, but yeah, dude, it's just fucking lovely, man. Beautiful, beautiful, man. Uh, speaking of beautiful, we got a fucking banger of an episode coming up you know i've always thought like you know because i go back and i listen to some of the podcasts and i'm like god 
makes me cringe, you know, and some of it's not, you know, some of it's not the bangingest, you know, I'll admit the last episode, you know, I had lots of shit going on, it was like low energy, I felt or something, I don't know, I don't know, man. you know, I felt rushed, something, something was going on with it, but this episode is gonna be fucking baller, this one we're coming in hot, man, hilarious shit happened, oh, I can't wait, got some good tiger mail, funny fucking Twitter trends, Twitter's funny too, man. Twitter fucking makes me laugh so much. It's funny, like, all the different kinds of Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I like following, like, you know, I follow, like, uh, different hip-hop accounts I like. I follow some skaters. I follow some actors I like. I follow um, I follow Elon Musk and, like, lots of Rogan shit. Um, and Elon Musk is dope, man. Like, Elon Musk is fucking, you know, that guy's like a genius. I heard him on Rogan and you know, just his Teslas are cool and all his different ideas is wild. And I saw that guy like back in fucking, I think it was February, uh, tweet about Dogecoin, Dogecoin or whatever. And I was like, oh, he's like, Dogecoin is the people's crypto. So I went out, bought $60 of fucking Dogecoin. You know, it was like, you know, I bought a thousand fucking Dogecoin. It was like 60 cents at the time. Um, or six cents. no. Yeah, six cents. Whatever. What sixty dollars is thousand Dogecoin. Buy that up. I'm like, yes, we're gonna get into it now. And then I start following, like I start doing research, you know, because like I was thinking about it like a lottery ticket in the beginning. I was like, oh, you know, if this shit hits big, like Bitcoin, wow, wow, you know what I mean? I felt like I missed the train on Bitcoin. You know, now that shit's worth like fucking forty-two thousand Canadian. Um, with highs of like 63,000 and shit. It's wild. One Bitcoin. Oh my God, dude, it's wild. And you know, like there's this fucking story about this guy back in like, you know, 2010 or whatever, uh, spending 10,000 Bitcoin for pizza. This guy spent fucking 10,000 Bitcoin for pizza in the early days. Just think of how much like Bitcoin now is like 42,000. Go look up what Bitcoin is right now. It's like 42,000. Could you imagine spending fucking 10,000 of those things and just getting a pizza? Oh, crush you, dude. It would fucking crush me. Oh my goodness. Crazy. But I started following like a bunch of fucking, you know, different Twitter accounts about crypto stuff. Got into crypto Twitter. You know, there's like hip hop Twitter, there's MMA Twitter, there's football Twitter, and then there's crypto Twitter. And crypto Twitter is fucking hilarious, man. It's all these like, it's like kids and weird people and all these people just like tweeting about fucking cryptocurrencies and shit. And sometimes like, you know, sometimes it's useful. Like sometimes it's like the founders of companies talking about crypto or like important people talking about crypto, but sometimes it's just wildness you know like they'll start these different armies they'll be like oh a dogecoin army and fucking shiba army and all this and that and they'll just be motherfuckers be like oh good morning how's it going everybody got eight hours of sleep last night i'm happy you know hashtag xrp hashtag hotcoin hashtag dogecoin it's like what the fuck i don't need to know that shit you know what i mean it's hilarious it just makes me laugh and these people are getting, like, huge followings and shit. And it just, like, it fucking, it's wild. It's so funny, like, how hot these people think they are. It's so funny. They're just giving out advice. Like, you'll see, like, 20-year-olds give out, like, fucking financial advice. Like, who are you? Jeff Bezos? Warren Buffett? You know what I mean? Like, this crypto thing is wild. So I start with the Dogecoin. Watch it go up. You know, it went up to, like, you know, I, I had, I turned 60 bucks it went up to like 600 bucks. I was like, oh shit, let's fucking move this around. You know what I mean? Because I did some research and like these shit coins are nothing. So I moved it around a bit, lost some money. I was like, oh fuck, you know, and then I got on the Shiba. It's like a fucking, this Shib coin or whatever. Um, I got in right, right in the beginning. I saw somebody tweet about it with lots of followers. And I was like, oh shit, that's going to blow up. So I bought like 10 million of these fucking Shiba coins for like fractions of a penny. You know what I mean? Each Shiba coin. By fucking 10 million, it was like $200 worth of Shiba coins. And it fucking tripled on me too. I was like, oh, yes. And then I just switched it. I just fucking put it into, like, I did my research on projects that are, like, not moving like crazy. They're not, like, huge gambles. They got, like, good fundamentals and shit. And I just moved it all to there. And I'm just going to let it percolate. 
I'm going to hold hold. That's what they call it. H-O-L-D. That's hold on for dear life. I got the diamond hands now. It's diamond hands, Dan. And that's how, that's how I would suggest getting, like, if you're into fucking crypto or you're seeing crypto all over your fucking Twitter, just take 60 bucks, put it on Dogecoin. Or put it on, like, a shitty meme coin. Like a shit coin, they call it. And then, like, ride the wave. Like, follow Twitter. Get ready for it. I would definitely go with Dogecoin. Right now, if you're listening to this, like, this week, when it comes out, get fucking Dogecoin. You know what I mean? While it's low. Watch it go up. You know, get get some gains from it. Turn 60 bucks into, like, you know, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever. You know, like, I think when I started this thing, I had 60 bucks. I went up to, like, 800 bucks. Went down to 200 bucks, and then now I'm at like 430 bucks. That's not bad. I'm not fucking Warren Buffett. You know what I mean? I'm not a fucking, I'm not a hedge fund manager or nothing. But I'm just going to hold these coins, see what the fuck happens. Because if any of those hit, man, woof, your boy's going to be fucking just balling, dude. This podcast is going to have fireworks on it and shit. You know what I mean? It's awesome. And then I'm going to start tweeting. Then I'm going to just, like, bring myself, like, a Twitter following. It's so funny, dude. I always laugh about that. Like, there's so many accounts on Twitter and, like, YouTube and shit of these guys, like, giving advice. Uh, like, financial advice and shit. It's so funny. Like, this one guy I saw, like, uh, I followed him before he switched his account up. And he was, like, into, like, EDM music and shit. He was, like, fucking, you know, had, like had like an LED light company and, you know, was like making EDM music and shit. And then he switched his whole persona up to like the fucking building blocks of success. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, unless you're a multi, multi, multi billionaire, don't fucking talk to me about building blocks of success. You know what I mean? Shit. That's hilarious. That thing, it just makes me laugh. So, um, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's my fucking... You know, that's my thing about crypto. I think it's a good thing. I think the fucking crypto market right now is going crazy. We're kind of like right in the beginning of it all. You know what I mean? Bitcoin's like outdated. Everybody's saying it's like terrible energy usage and shit. Um, But who knows? Like that Elon Musk kind of fucks around with the markets lots and shit. But, uh, you know, that's all I got to say about that. You know, fucking, fucking technology. You know, it's wild where we're getting. It's fucking wild where we're getting. Enough of the business, man. Let's talk about some funny shit, dude. It never ceases to amaze me how people choose to spend their lives. You know what I mean? Like the way people choose to spend this incarnation and the stuff they get up to is fucking hilarious. I've heard like on podcasts before... People talk about how uh, some chicks get good at lifting weights with their vaginas. Crazy. It's wild. It's like a whole thing. I heard it on the Rogan podcast. I was like, no way. That's so weird. And you see some people get super into bowling. People into pool. People get into skating. All sorts of fucking hobbies. It's really wild. Fidget spinners and shit. Like, do you remember when vaping came out? And there was, like, all these Instagram accounts of people blowing, like, smoke O's and spinning fidget spinners around and shit and blowing, like, 15 different O's around and shit. It's wildness. Wildness. And people, like, practiced and got good at that. And it just fucking blows my mind, dude. And this is one of these things. I saw this documentary over the weekend. And usually, like, yo, I don't like to come on the podcast and talk about shows I've seen, or documentaries I've seen. You know what I mean? Lots of people do that. I don't know. I don't really appreciate it. But this one is an exception, because it was so good, dude. It was fucking amazing. On Amazon Prime, uh, Chris Rock has this documentary about, like, black people hair. You know? And I heard... I forget where I heard it, but, uh, like, I heard about that show, and I was like, oh, you know, it's on Amazon Prime, let's peep it, let's watch it. So it starts off, and he's, like, talking about, like, you know, hair relaxer, which, if you don't know, it's, like, basically, like, a kind of acid that they put in their hair to, like, take the curls out and make it look, like, you know, like, straight, 
you know, and then he starts talking about like how big of an industry it is, uh, all the different products and shit. And then he goes to a fucking haircutting show in Hotlanta twice a year, every six months. Now, this was an older documentary. This is from 2009. So I don't know if this is still going, but this is called the Bronner Hair Show. So they have like, you know, like this big like convention center all rented out, all for like, all for weaves and like basically black people's hair because it's such a fucking huge business. You know, and this documentary was cool. Like they talked to like Ice-T and KRS-One and they talked to like all these ladies, uh, like Nia Long was in there. There was like a whole bunch of people in there. It was fucking excellent documentary. So they go to this fucking, they go to this convention center and there is a haircutting competition there. Four barbers compete for like the title of the best fucking barbery that they can do like the best barbering the best haircutting so like one dude there was this dude who was like the black tiger king he was wild man he was like short and he wore like knee-high boots with like heels on them and shit and he got somebody to like bedazzle them and put like zebra stripes and shit on him he's wild he was talking wild and then there was this other lady who was just new to the game, but her business partner had won this competition like two years previous. So he was going to help her out. And then there's this other lady who was like quiet. She was like keeping her cards close to the chest. So Chris Rock is talking to these competitors before the fucking competition starts. And he's like, oh, who are you guys most worried about? And all of them say Jason. And I'm like, oh, Jason must be a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Everybody's like talking about how good this guy is. And then they fucking go to Jason. They show a picture of Jason and he's a white dude. I was like, no fucking way. And then they start talking about Chris Rock goes on to this whole thing. Like they start talking about like white barbers cutting black women's hair. And sometimes it works out, but lots of times it doesn't. So this guy's like incredible with hair, I guess. Everybody's like fawning about how good Jason is with hair. And he's like, he looks like the fucking, he looks like Luke Skywalker, but like, you know, 110 pounds and super skinny and very effeminate. He was hilarious. Hilarious. So it follows these barbers. Like it goes on and talks about a lot of things, but this documentary, but then, you know, the main theme of it is like they're following these barbers getting ready for the show and they're practicing. And this one lady is like practicing cutting hair upside down. She's practicing like fucking hanging from this bar by her legs cutting hair it's incredible it's like, what the fuck dude it's amazing and then they show like this other guy like the the black tiger king they show that guy getting ready and he's like getting massaged and he's like getting these boots sent away so they can put like zebra stripes on them and chains and bedazzle them these crazy boots like with heels on them it's fine and then you know the other lady's getting ready but she's not really saying anything and jason he goes to fucking he goes to botox <laughs> He goes and gets his face just chock full of Botox. And he's never gotten Botox before. So he's sitting there in the chair. It's the funniest part. He's fucking sitting there in the chair getting Botox. And he's like, you know, they're explaining what it is. It's like botulism, right? You're fucking ingesting your, injecting your face with botulism. And he's sitting there and he's like, they're like, uh, so they're, they're finished. And they go, oh, the redness and swelling will go down in three days. And he like looks like he's going to cry. He's like... I'm not, it's not as beautiful as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it was amazing. So then they get to the fucking show. They get to the barber show in front of this full packed stadium of people all here to watch these people cut hair. It's incredible. Right in the heart of Hotlanta, Atlanta. They all fucking gather and so this lady starts off, they start off with this one chick and she's got like these models come out and they're like kind of dancing and shit. And she like runs up behind them and she's like dancing around them and like cutting their hair and shit. And then she like crawls up this fucking apparatus she made and hangs by her knees upside down and a model walks under and she like pulls the hair up and cuts it. And everybody cheers and they're like, holy fuck. And then the fucking... The, the lady that was like the other lady that was like keeping her cards close to her chest. She comes out and her models are dancing around. And then they like, you know, they act these scenes out. They act like it's supposed to be like have a story to it, I guess, or something. I don't know. 
But all of a sudden they're dragging this one girl. They take this one model and they put her underwater. They put her in like a fucking fish tank, like a big aquarium. And then the black lady, the barber, she rolls in. She comes in swimming with goggles on, dude. I shit you not. She is swimming with fucking goggles on and scissors. And she cuts this lady's hair underwater. I was like, holy shit, man. And then the white dude, the white boy, the fucking Jason comes out. And he's just got like a bunch of chicks like just rolling around on a bed in like lingerie. And like wearing diamonds and shit. And he's like cutting their hair. Just like, you know, trying to be all sexy. And then the Tiger King, the Black Tiger King comes out with a fucking marching band. Chops up everybody's hair. Fucking marching band going off. It was wildness. Needless to say, the fucking Tiger King won. But I thought that lady cutting hair underwater was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. The most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever seen, dude. It was wild. That documentary was wild. Really good, too. Like, it just shows, like... Like, I had no idea about black people here. I have no idea. And it's, like, a whole thing. Like, they, like, the whole industry, like, tries to, like, there was, like, girls there. They were showing, like, four-year-old girls getting their hair straightened with this fucking, like, chemical acid, basically. They're, like, burning. If you leave it in your hair too long, like a perm, it'll fucking burn your hair. It's like a chemical burn. And they're talking about that. And then they're talking to this little four-year-old girl was getting her hair done and she's smart and she's like, you know, talking and she's hilarious and cute. And she's like, they're asking like, oh, like, is it okay not to get a perm? You know, like, is it okay not to get a perm? And she's like, no, everybody should have a perm. And it's just like an accepted thing. And it's just sad that they have to go through all that stuff just to get good hair. You know what I mean? It just shows like, it's just a weird thing. You know, so that that's kind of a weird part of the documentary, but you got to see it for the fucking Bronner haircutting convention. Look up the videos. Just YouTube it. I haven't fucking YouTubed it. I'm going to, though. And just check out the Bronner Hair Show barbers. And they're cutting hair upside down. They're doing, like, cartwheels and shit and cutting hair. It's fucking ridiculous. It's, it's, it's the most wild shit I've ever fucking seen, dude. It's incredible. The lady cut the other lady's hair underwater. It was ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's fucking all I got to say about that. Peep that fucking show. It's fucking wildness. I should have made that a what's good, but it was too long. I just had to fucking explain how wild that show was and how weird it is. Like, how weird is it that people like got like super good? Like, I wonder how that started. You know, like something had to have happened where they start this Bronner hair show to sell all these like products for this one type of hair. And then somebody was like, yo, I can cut hair good and I can cut hair better. Well, I can cut hair hanging upside down. Well, I can cut hair underwater. Well, I can cut hair doing cartwheels and shit. I can cut hair with like fire. Who fucking knows? That was in 2009. I wonder what people are doing now. Wild, dude. It's fucking wild out there. Craziness. You know, speaking of how people spend this incarnation what's up with dick pics you know what i mean what the fuck is up with dick pics man i can honestly honestly say i've never sent a follow dick pic to anyone one time this chick asked me for one so i sent her a picture in my gray sweatpants when i was just brick you know but that's the closest I've just never felt comfortable. It's like too fucking, it's too something. Like, I don't think any chick really wants to see dick pics, you know? Like, all dicks kind of look the same. If you've ever been in a locker room, like, dicks just look like dicks. You know what I mean? Chicks look awesome when they're naked. They all look different. But dudes just look fucking lumpy and gross, man. Nobody wants to see that. So I don't see the point of sending dick pics. You know what I mean? I've never gotten it once. And... Just like the last segment could have been a what's good, but it was too long. This next segment could have been a tiger male, but it's too convoluted. It came to me like, you know, technology is great. Love technology. Um, like I've met people from all over the fucking world, dude. It's awesome. Like it's fucking rad. Like, you know, like I talked to... 
people in England, uh, that metal band will be tied, you know, fucking, they're coming out with new shit, it's awesome, talk to, you know, Steve Jensen in Vancouver, BC there, Coquitlam, shouts out to him, it's, it's wonderful, you can just sit around and talk, um, sometimes I get tiger mail, but sometimes I just talk to people, and I was fucking talking to this dude, man, oh my god, I was talking to him today, he's like, yo, I got a funny story, and he told me the story, and at the end, I was like, yo, I got a fucking, yo, man, like, I won't use anybody's names, I won't use anybody's things, but I'm gonna have to fucking tell that story, bro, because that's fucking hilarious. So, this guy, he owns, like, a pretty big construction company, um, and he's always looking for guys, you know, texts a bunch of fucking different guys, <laughs> you know, like, yo, you busy, you know, like, he'll work with somebody, um, and then, you know, move on to a different project, get different guys and, you know, lose touch with some guys and, you know, it, it's construction, blue collar people, right? So I guess he texted this guy back like fucking, you know, last year asking if he was busy. He's like, yo, you busy? And uh homeboy never got back to him. And then all of a sudden my man's chilling out <coughs> on like a Friday night and, uh, Homeboy hits him back and is like, yo, no, I'm not busy. What what are you up to? And uh, this guy's funny. This guy has a funny sense of humor. Like most people would just like explain what they were doing. You know what I mean? But um, he got the sense that homeboy thought that he was a chick. So he goes, who am I to you? And then the guy messages them back like some fucking weird shit, you know, and then starts going on. And the guy that was receiving these messages was like, you know, trying to give him clues. Like, wasn't trying to break it to him like, yo, I'm not a chick. But he was like, you know, calling him by his nickname and shit, being like, yo, you know, this and that. And um, <laughs> the fucking conversation escalates. And my man ends up getting a dick pic. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> that makes me laugh so fucking hard to think of my man sitting there, <laughs> like driving his truck home after like, a fucking long day of work and looking down and seeing this dude's dick. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you know, this guy sent me a fucking duck pic. <laughs> it like auto-corrected it to duck. And I was like, full mallard? <laughs> and he was like, full fucking mallard. Like, hard. <laughs> no way dude no way that is fucking gold that is fucking hilarious on so many levels like number one it's funny that like he let it go on like it's funny that he didn't just be like yo man you know i, I don't think like i'm not a chick you know he just kept fucking playing it off i guess and uh what a hilarious story what a hilarious story and that is the danger that is the danger of sending dick pics that's exactly why i don't send dick pics you never know where this shit's going. You think that you could be fucking sending it to like some hot young thing, some 21 year old thing, some fucking, you know, whatever cougar, maybe, you know, who knows? Or you could be sending it to like a fucking, you know, old ass uh, construction worker who's going to laugh about it with his friends and fucking tell me that fucking hilarious story. So shouts out. That's fucking hilarious. And there's a huge lesson in there. Let's not fucking send dick pics. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know what I mean, dude? Oh my fucking God. That's hilarious. Love that shit. Funny fucking story. You know, I got some more mail too. My homeboy hit me up. He was talking about how the moon is a fucking base. You know, this guy's super cool. He's like... This guy is super cool. Got me into like a lot of funny things, you know, some different thinking, you know what I mean? Just thinking outside the box, this guy constantly. So funny. He was the first one that told me about supplementing with magnesium. So if you're not on the magnesium train, dude, like get on it, help you sleep, help you recover. Fuck magnesium is good for you, man. Oh, look it up. 
anyway, he hits me up and we're talking a bit and he's like, yo man, I've been really getting into the moon lately. It's like the moon. And he showed me a video <laughs> of his fucking telescope, like through the telescope. And he starts talking. He's like, what the fuck is, what are those craters going on there, man? And you see those mountains? I'm convinced that's a base. <laughs> Love that shit, man. I was going to play it on the podcast, but not really Tiger Bill. You know, that's just fucking homies telling you about the moon being a base. And I agree, dude. Think outside the box, man. The moon could be a fucking, I'm sure, I'm sure that there's like, if there isn't a military on the moon, there's fucking plans for there to be military on the goddamn moon. For sure, that thing's just been floating up there. You know, we went up there in the 60s and just stopped going. Do you really think that? Or are they building like a secret society up there to like control the fucking planet from the moon? Who knows? Who knows? Who's to say that that's not fucking real? You know what I mean? You got to have conspiracy theories, I think. And that that one fucking made me laugh. Love that shit. Speaking of shit that I love. Oh, the wandering speed, man. Fucking love this beat, dude. This is like one of my oldest beats. But uh, it's a sick one. Yes. My first wanderings. Um, I was looking at an old Dodge the other day, like the G body Dodge. Uh, G bodies were like, you know, there was an era in the fucking mid to late 80s where everything got fucking gangster. And they called it G bodies. It was like these square bodies, like the fucking G body Malibu, the one from Training Day. That is. A fucking straight up sexy car. Like that car is dope, man. Even like the station wagon. There's a Malibu station wagon from that era. Like an 86. God, that's nice. Big square fucking headlights and shit. God, man. And the trucks too. Just blocky. Dope looking. And I was looking at this Dodge. And it had like, it had the goat, the fucking ram. Right on the hood. You know, you remember when they used to just have like a ram's head on the hood with the fucking horns? That's Dope, man. Whatever happened to hood ornaments? You remember those fucking things? Those were dope. Like, sometimes I see, like, semi-trucks drive by with, like, the swan on the hood. You know, that's amazing. Love that shit. Or, like, the old cars. Like, you see old Studebakers, old Mercuries, all those old cars. Like, fuck the hood, or hood ornaments were dope, man. With the car from the 60s, you know, like or, like, a 57 Cadillac, dude. Oh, the fucking accoutrements they would put on there. Like, they would give a car jewelry. It would look fucking dope. Hopefully, we come back to fucking hood ornaments, dude. That would be sick, man. Oh, whatever happened to them? Um, my next wonders. Um, my next wonders is a funny one. I don't know what's going on here. Um, you know, I got kids. I got two girls. And uh, they really liked when they were younger. They really liked My Little Pony. Love that show. Um, and we saw like a YouTube clip, you know, back then. This is like back in like fucking probably like 2010, 2011. Uh, we saw this thing about these people called bronies. Do you remember bronies? Like bronies were like full grown dudes that were into My Little Pony. Like what the fuck was that about? You'd see dudes in like a Rainbow Dash shirt. You know what I mean? Being all about, like, fucking watching My Little Pony and shit. Fucking weirdos, man. Fucking weirdos. Bronies? Gross. Fucking gross, man. And then my last wonderings here. Uh, what's up with drink umbrellas? You know what I mean? When you get a margarita or something like that, I see, like, you know, sometimes I go with my girl... And uh, we'll be at like a fucking Los Palopolis, which is the dopest. Me if you're in fucking sunny Saskatoon, go check out Los Palopolis on Victoria and 10th Street. Oh my God, dude. That's a fucking banging taco joint. Fuck is it good. They got like little grass huts in there that you, you taco in. It's amazing. Love that shit. Um, but they got like this margarita with like an umbrella and like a beer bottle upside down. in it. They're always wild in the yard. And I was like looking at that umbrella and it's like... What's up with the drink umbrella? Why put a fucking umbrella in a drink? Like, how did that even start? You know what I mean? What's going on with the drink umbrellas? I don't know. Classic. But it'll still make you wonder. 
right, all right, all right, dude. Moving right along with this fucking episode. How do you guys like this one? I'm feeling good. Dope, man. Shit makes me laugh. Hilarious stories. <coughs> Not to toot my own horn, but beep beep. <laughs> Just joking. What a fucking asshole, eh? Let's bring in some Twitter trends. Fucking Twitter trends, dude. What? What's going on in the world today? What's going on in the world today? Well, we're gonna find out in a very peanut buttery kind of way. Exactly what the fuck is going on in the world today? With the tiger and Twitter trends. Oh, yes. So, Wi-Fi problems have uh, prevented us from accessing our normal interludes. Which is sad. They're not gone. You know, we're going to get Wi-Fi real soon. It's in the works. We're in the fucking works for Wi-Fi, dude. And we'll bring all the beats back, which are amazing. Steve Jensen beats. Oh, Steve Jensen music. Oh, if you don't know by now, Steve Jensen is like a fucking integral part of the peanut butter tiger. It's amazing how it happened too organically. This guy was sending music in, sent some albums that are fucking amazing, started sending tiger mail in, voicemails. Love Steve Jensen over here. Um, you've heard this guy before. He's fucking hilarious. This guy's gold. Love it. Uh, definitely check out his music at stevejensenmusic.com. You can uh, order his albums, Give Me the Goods, and Steve Jensen. You know, and it's good music too, dude. I was chilling today, driving driving my truck, listening to uh, Julie, my friend, a song about his dog. Fucking amazing, man. Just love that shit. So go check him out, stevejensenmusic.com. You can check him out on Spotify. He just dropped a uh, new song called Sky Train Babe. We've played it on this podcast before. It's awesome. What a banger. What an inspiration. You can check him out on YouTube as well. See the man behind the music for some hilarious videos. Um, love that cat, man. He's killing it out there. Um, Peanut Butter Tiger, of course. We're all over social media. You can find me, Peanut Butter Tiger on Twitter, Peanut Butter Tiger on Instagram, Peanut Butter Tiger has a Facebook page. Um, DM me anything you want. Like, we've had some wild conversations. You know, you can hit me up, uh, TigerMail, EastmanDan88 at Outlook.com. Or if you want to get saucy with it, you can download the fucking Anchor app and send me voicemails. And we play whatever, dude. We play anything people fucking send. It's lovely. Love that shit. So definitely check it out. Spread the word. Help this podcast grow. We get new listeners all the time, man. People are fucking, you know, people are spreading the word of the tiger, dude. You know, we're the little plucky little podcast that could. You know what I mean? Dependable as fuck. Um, let's kick off some fucking Twitter trends. Um, this is a nice one. Happy birthday to the legendary Miss Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill was fucking, oh, man amazing dude the song she does with bob marley turn your lights down low um all the stuff with the fujis like fuji law and fucking uh, ready or not and like that's like you know making out with chicks like when i was like fucking 13 14 15 that's all we would listen to like that was straight sex music dude <laughs> lauren hill man so happy birthday she still looks fucking great too what a fucking what a queen man um, we always talk about the Iron Sheik on, uh, Twitter trends. You have to. This guy is the best fucking follow. The Iron Sheik is hilarious, man. He tweets out all capital letters. Never tweets in lowercase letters. He goes, inspirational quote for today. Go fuck yourself. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Um, some steak restaurant was trending on Twitter. People were really fucking talking about it. Um, this place called Steak 48. Uh, they put up a sign going, uh, $100 per person, food and beverage minimum. There is $100 per person, food and beverage minimum for each person at your table in order to ensure that each guest enjoys the total experience of food, service, and atmosphere. This does not include tax or tip. Welcome you are going to have a great night, exclamation mark. That's awesome. Um, people are all choked about it being like, oh, that's classist or whatever. But like, yo, 
If you're going to a fucking nice restaurant, some places really are like a fucking, you know, $100 a plate. You know, I remember like back when I was making baller money when I had my own company, like we'd go to a fucking steakhouse, spend $400 and it was the best live piano music in that motherfucker. Wait staff would just grind pepper and fucking all this shit on your steak, man. Oh, perfs, dude. That's fucking primo. So, um, you know, these cats are just not down with fucking appetizer deeds. You know what I mean? And rightfully so, it's their business. Go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Go take your girl to fucking McDonald's then. <laughs> so I think. Um, also, a fucking, you know, speaking of birthdays, uh, happy birthday today to fucking Miles Davis, dude. Oh, they got a great quote here. He goes, I know what I've done for music, but don't call me a legend. Just call me Miles Davis. And then there's a nice picture of him in a suit with his trumpet. That's fucking awesome, dude. Miles Davis, like, you know, jazz gets a lot of fucking, jazz gets a lot of flack. People don't like jazz. But fuck, dude, you listen to Kind of Blue. That, that album, the, that version of So What? Oh, man, I used to listen to that every Sunday, like, in the shower. Just fucking listening to So What? Come out all fucking baked, smoking a joint in a shower, listening to Miles Davis, So What? And that whole album, Kind of Blue, Freddie Freeloader and all that, fuck amazing dude love miles davis so that's fucking awesome um <laughs> this next one is hilarious this next one is fucking fire dude um we were just talking about hotlanta too so uh double <laughs> xl tweeted this thing they go a cars acon's car stolen while he was pumping gas into it god i had to fucking click the link of course of course so this is the story. They go, Akon has been a theft victim of car theft in Atlanta. According to a police report obtained by XXL on Tuesday, May 25th, the Sanglinese American singer born uh, Aleun Thiem informed the Atlanta Police Department just before midnight on Monday, May 24th, that his white Range Rover SUV was stolen from a quick trip gas station located at 761 sydney marcus boulevard akon told the authorities that he left his car running as he pumped gas on the passenger side of the vehicle the rapper noticed the suv pulling off as he was putting gas into the vehicle when the unidentified driver who stole the suv left the gas station akon's ride was followed by a black bmw the locked up artist iphone and other belongings were taken we're in the SUV when it was taken. <laughs> That's ruthless, man. That sucks. Akon seems like a fucking real dope dude, too. You know, he's trying to, like, help out Africa and all these things and gets his fucking ride stolen. Just goes to show it can fucking happen to you if you're chilling out, man. That's hilarious. Um, up next, I follow this fucking awesome account uh, called Dudes Posting Their W's. Just the letter W's, um, which is awesome. Love the account. It's hilarious. And they posted this thing. They go, new study reveals 8% of men think they can beat a lion in a fist fight. That's hilarious. And you know what? I'm pretty sure, too, like, if, like, as long as that motherfucker didn't pounce on me, like, if a lion was in an octagon and I was in an octagon and we squared up, I think I could fucking, I would just, I would fucking, I would kick, you know? Like, as long as it was MMA rules. Like, if it was boxing, I might be fucked, you know? But I'm pretty sure, like, if I rolled up to that motherfucker, kicked him in the chin, punched him in the side of the head, kicked him in the gut, fucking started feeding him, you know, you could probably kind of jersey a lion if it was, like, a male lion. Like, I would try to jersey him by his mane and just start fucking feeding him. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd have a pretty good fucking chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Um, I came across this fucking funny story, too. This is hilarious. This account, Orwell and Good, they tweet out. They go, uh, this simp paid $10,000 to meet a girl he follows on OnlyFans. And if you don't know, OnlyFans is like a site where like, it's like basically like, a site where people just show their assholes. 
on the screen and you can like sub, you can like fucking pay like, you know, $5 to see somebody's asshole on OnlyFans. And it blew up during the pandemic. It fucking blew up. So um, <laughs> that's what OnlyFans is. And this dude paid $10,000 to meet a girl he follows on OnlyFans. All he got was a hug. And there's a picture of this dude. He's pretty tall, kind of fucking thick, like fat. And he's like, you know, taking a mirror selfie with this chick. And uh, then a picture beside, it's like, you know, this chick with her boyfriend. And it's like, all he got was a hug. One month later, her and her boyfriend are using that money to travel the world. <laughs> so that's hilarious. It just goes to show how fucking hurt and like this episode really just shows you how hurt and dick pics are and how hurt and OnlyFans is. Like, can we start acting like men here? You know what I mean? Like, we're full grown adults, man. Ain't got to be fucking subbing to people on OnlyFans, paying 10 grand to meet them just so their boyfriend and them can go like, you know, fucking Tahiti. Like, how do you feel now, man? That guy's just, fuck, makes you feel bad for that cat. You know what I mean? Hilarious. Um, Food Network signed Guy Fieri to a three-year, $80 million contract extension. That's amazing. Love Guy Fieri. Fieri. Um, he's fucking, he does that diners, drive-ins, and dives show. He's hilarious. Ripping around with that blonde spiky hair and a Camaro, just yelling in the camera. And fucking three years, $80 million, dude. That's more than Tom Brady makes in the NFL. I like how they announced it too, like a fucking, you know, like he's some kind of sports figure, but he just cruises around in a Camaro eating food. And good on him. That is wonderful. Like, good on Guy Fieri. That is, like, I've got nothing... But fucking happiness for that dude, where my man ended up. That's perfect. He's fucking hilarious. Speaking of hilarious people, uh, Johnny Knoxville did a uh, fucking interview in GQ. Johnny Knoxville is 50 with a head of gray hair and a few spare catheters and very few regrets. Ahead of what he says will be his final jackass movies movie, we spoke about his remarkable career. That's amazing, dude. My man is 50 years old. He looks old as fuck, man. Johnny Knoxville looks fucking old now. It's crazy. And they're announcing a new jackass. Can't wait. You know, I saw I saw What's-His-Nuts, Bam Margera all over Instagram, like, flipping out about it and shit. Um, and I'm stoked. I can't wait for the new jackass. Hopefully they pass the torch. Like, if I were jackass, I would, like... You know, bring all the guys back, Chris Pontinus, Devo, um, Danger Aaron, all those cats, uh, Wee Man, and then like bring in some young cats too and just pass the torch. You know, like Johnny Knoxville and them should be coming up with stunts and making other people do it. That would be fucking, that would be awesome. That would be the best, dude. And that, friends, that was Twitter Trends. All right, dude. Got some tiger mail. Yes. Fucking love getting tiger mail on this podcast, dude. We've had some funny shit come up in tiger mail. And one of my fucking favorite tiger mails to get is Steve's jokes, man. You know, one time I said, cut that beat. One time I said, um, you know, I'm trying to learn, like, some clean jokes to tell my kids and shit. And Steve picked that baton up and ran with it, dude. So here's some fucking bangers, man. Um, so two guys, one guy goes, still working on that autobiography? Other guy goes, yeah, story of my life. Um, <laughs> uh, two guys are talking, one guy goes, saw a big truck in your driveway yesterday. The other guy goes, yeah, we had a man come and fix our fireplace. Uh, first guy goes, ah, open heart surgery, hey? <laughs> uh, they say in his later years, Sherlock Holmes became quite clued out. <laughs> uh, you, how was the tropical cruise? Me, it was okay, the music was lousy. You, oh, there was a band on ship? Uh, me. Yes, I told them to abandon ship. <laughs> uh, the word welcome has laid dormant for years. Dormat for years. Um, 
Uh, not sure which arm to get vaccinated in. Nurse, what arm do you masturbate with? Me, what is this thing called masturbate of which you speak? That's an alright one. Um, I like to keep my sofa near an open window just to err on the side of cushion. A <laughs> uh, little known fact. I was supposed to have a small role in the original Star Wars movie playing Han Solo's younger brother, drum solo. <laughs> I've always had a pretty good understanding of cats, although I don't speak their language per se. <laughs> uh, me, aren't you that guy from the 90s band? You, yep. Me, third eye blind? Nope. Me, dog's eye view? Nope. Me, seeing eye dog? You, nope. <laughs> uh, those are pretty good, man. Um, rock and roll, dude. Thanks, Steve, for sending those in. Great to hear from you, man. Hope you're good out there in Vancouver holding it down. Um, that's awesome, dude. Thanks for the good, clean jokes. And that, friends, that was Tiger Mail. We did it, dude. We fucking did it, man. Ah, oh, what a funny episode. Like, oh, goddamn, man. Like, some of that shit just fucking, I'm just dying laughing about. That's fucking hilarious. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, of course. Thanks, everybody, for the great Tiger Mail, of course. Shouts out to Steve. Shouts out to the homies there. Remember, keep your dick in your pants with the cell phone. You know what I mean? That's fucking primo, dude. That makes me fucking laugh, man. Um, yeah, dude, not much to do now, but press play on a dope beat. Tell you guys I'm thinking about you. Hopefully you're out there eating your broccoli, doing your push-ups, taking your vitamins, getting enough sleep. Telling people you love them because that's what the fuck is rad, dude. If you want your music featured on the Peanut Butter Tiger, you got funny stories or jokes or fucking wonderances or you know what's good, you can get to me at Peanut Butter Tiger on Twitter, Peanut Butter Tiger on Facebook, Peanut Butter Tiger on Instagram, EastmanDan88 at Olook.com and hit me up on Anchor. Everybody have a good one, eh? Make sure you rate and review this thing too. Usually I fucking cut this off here, but seriously, give us a rating, give us a review. Come on now. Bird up. Say bird up. Bird up. Mmm, bird up. I don't know, man. What do you think about that? Those guys are terrible. Ha <laughs> ha.